Alright, check, check, check. Czechoslovakia, check, check, check. Hey, Czechoslovakia, folks. Check, 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 check the mic. Czechoslovakia, no longer a country. Don't Google it, just take my word for it. Check, check, check. Czechoslovakia, welcome everybody. Last pod of 2021. It's the last podcast of 2021. Nothing ceremonial for this one, but I'll sing it all. I'm going to sing this entire podcast. What? He's going to sing this entire podcast. Oh, no. He's going to sing this shit. Should I turn it off now? Just kidding. I'm going to talk. I'll talk normally. I'll talk normally. Check, check, check. Check the mic. Jump into it. Episode 167. You just sat through the interview with Uncle Monty. And now that's in the past. Who will my next interview be? Who will it be? Maybe my wife again. Although it's not easy to book her. Because we're two busy people who don't sleep well. We are two busy people who don't sleep well. Are we really that busy or are we just overhyping how tired we are? And the baby's sleeping now. So we don't have an excuse. The baby has started to sleep. Now it's just me with my thoughts. Watching 2.30 become 3 a.m. Watching 3.30 become 4 a.m. Now it's 4.30 and people say, you know, you should really start journaling. You should start journaling. Get those thoughts out because it's a lot of thoughts. Those insomnia creating thoughts. Oh my God. Just a loop. It's not just a song stuck in your head. Okay. It's not just ruminating on one topic. It's the onslaught of all the topics at the wrong time. Hey, 3.47 a.m. Now it's time to think about this family member. Now it's time to ruminate on something at the high school. Now it's time to think about your flaws as you head into 2022. You need resolutions. You are flawed resolutions journal about it journal moderate hey moderate don't binge on that don't binge on that don't binge on that you binge binging big old bastard don't binge on that hey moderate is he really gonna sing this whole podcast i hope not oh take a breath where am i i have a foggy head that's a condition got my booster shot and i don't think i have many symptoms just stupidity they don't tell you that at the clinic Okay, you could expect some aches and pains and you'll be dumb as fuck for a couple of days. Just brain fog, really. It'll go away. But I'm in the midst of the brain fog and I'm recording this episode. And my sister recommended a little excerpt of an interview with a guy named Yuval Noah Harari. Who's Yuval? Well, if you ever heard of the book Sapiens, Yuval is a brilliant intellectual mind. A beautiful mind, a brilliant mind. An Israeli historian, a professor, an author... And I'm just going to play a little snippet, just a little snippet of his interview with Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes. Okay, here's Yuval Noah Harari. Do you know this guy? If you don't, you're not that smart. But if you do, you're really bright. So this will change your life at cocktail parties because you go to so many cocktail parties when it's small talk time and everyone's looking at you. Just be like, have you read the new Yuval Noah Harari book? Oh my God, Sapiens was so good. Ah, ah. That's how white suburban moms sound at the park. Oh, Anastasia. Ah, oh, have you heard the names? Have you heard the names of the white suburban moms chasing their kids at the park? I heard one woman chasing her kids saying, Wallace, come back, Wallace. She named him Wallace. She named her kid Wallace. Ainsley, can you do some sharing today? Ainsley, we're going to be doing some sharing. Oh, ah, have you read Sapiens? What are some other names you've heard at the park? Tanner. Tanner. We're going to leave. If you keep screaming, we're going to leave. Sloan. Sloan. Shut that trap, Sloan. We don't speak that way. The white suburban moms at the park. Screaming the new age white kid names at the park. Wallace. 
Wallace, slow down. <laughs> he just learned to walk, and they're always telling the story to the other moms and dads. He just, no one gives a look. Okay, so Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes, interviewing Yuval Noah Harari, the author of the book Sapiens, just talking about, oh, I don't know, the progression of Homo sapiens and where the human race is headed. You know, we'll soon have the power to re-engineer our bodies and brains, whether it is with genetic engineering or by directly connecting brains to computers, or by creating completely non-organic entities, artificial intelligence, which is not based at all on the organic body and the organic brain. And these technologies are developing at breakneck speed. If that is true, then it creates a whole other species. This is something which is way beyond just another species. Yuval Noah Harari is talking about the race to develop artificial intelligence, as well as other technologies. Okay, and he's saying this is not a hundred years from now. This is soon that these good folks of Silicon Valley, these master engineers and software developers of Silicon Valley and beyond, are putting their tech advancement efforts into the type of AI that'll just create, as you've all put it, a new race within the human race. Of people that are biomech, but what the fuck am I trying to say? Biomedically, biomechanically engineered. Let's just talk about the plot of Westworld again. You won't know who's real with blood and guts and bones on the inside versus who has wires. That should be fiction. What I just said is that humans soon with all the genetic modifications that rich people in developed countries will have access to are going to start building people this way. Okay, you'll have the options. Well, you want a daughter? Forget pregnancy. Nah, let's build one. You want her to have a good voice. You want her to have jet black hair. You want her to be athletic. You want her to have a lifespan of what? Immortality? How's that sound? Great. And then you'll still have other humans dying out. Other people that can't afford this dying out. It was a 14-minute interview, and when it's done, it blows your mind so much that you can't even have a conversation. You just go... Huh. So it's all a game. So it's all just a game. The history of mankind. From what it evolved. From naturally to where it's headed. Unnaturally. Yeah, we got a little too smart. We got a little too silly in the lab. The nerds got a little too cute. And now we're going to share the planet with two types of homo sapiens. Are you happy? You ready for that? Because he says it's coming soon. It's interesting, whenever I vanish off to somewhere, because our existence is really just a speck on the old continuum, it's just a speck. That's why that rabbi's quote, keep two pieces of paper in your pocket, one that says, I am just but a speck of dust, and another that says, but the world was made for me, that has to exist. Otherwise, things wouldn't matter. Yet things matter. Isn't that great that things matter to you? There's a purpose to all of this. At least you're on a quest to find that purpose and grab that purpose and hump that purpose up against the wall. Hey, 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 calm down. But both things are true simultaneously. I'm just a bunch of matter and stardust in this meat puppet with some consciousness living my existence from 1981 until whenever. And even when I say 1981, what am I even saying? Let's not go down that path. Let's not go down that path of how we even measure time or create calendars to keep track of things. But it's such a blip. Here's what I hope. I hope my soul goes somewhere else, but I'm still able to get updates on 
What happened to Earth? Like, Josh, wherever you are in this vast, expansive universe, wherever you are, it'd be great to get a few updates. Did you hear about Earthlings? Oh, you didn't hear? I'm interested. I know I won't be alive to hear where it's really going, but it's going to be so ugly. It's going to be so fascinating how it all unravels. I know this sounds morbid, but if there's truly an end one day to the Homo sapien species, is that a species? I'll just say it, the species that we all know to be humans. When that all just comes crashing down because AI eventually replaced it, then we'll just have a mechanical planet of immortal robots. And as I'm saying this out loud, it's not fiction. As you've all said, sounds dystopian, but it could also be utopian. As these robots develop their own form of consciousness, I honestly didn't mean to get this deep. I meant to just talk about white moms in the suburbs chasing their kids with these new age names. Tanner, Tanner, get down. He shouldn't be up there. He really shouldn't. He just started walking. Oh, thanks for telling us. Thank you. Our au pair tells us that Tanner really enjoys his new organic gushers. They're not quite like the gushers you remember in the 90s. They're organic. Folks, if the human race is going to be entirely wiped out, I hope it's not COVID that does it. But won't it kind of be COVID that does it? Have you thought about this new variant, Omicron? Omicron. It's going to be something else next year. And then it's going to be something else. And then it's going to be something else. Right now, two of my friends have COVID. And these friends are vaccinated, boosted, and mask-wearing friends. And they got COVID, and they don't know how they got COVID. And they'll be fine. It's not panic mode. It's just a bummer. It's a drag. You got to quarantine. I've reached the point. I've reached the mindset of, oh, I'll get it. I'll get it one day. I'm going to get COVID one day. You wouldn't have heard me say that a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago whenever this started. We're all running away from it. We're running from Delta. We're running from Omicron. It's just how we live. I mean, we kind of live at the same pace, but aren't we all just running from it? It's a video game where we're all running from this invisible monster of toxic droplets. It's almost obvious. We're all getting it. Get it over with. Breakthrough cases? They used to be so rare. Now my friends who are vaccinated and wear masks just get COVID. And I know there was a little spike at the high school I work at when I was on a paternity leave, a quick paternity leave, getting all these emails about students who are going to do the rest of the semester at home. Okay? Okay? It's not rare anymore. We're just going to live with it. Is that discouraging? 2022. You're just going to live with it. Learn to live with it. You're going to go to CVS, go up and down the aisle, and eventually just take that COVID pill. Treat it, because you got COVID. But don't give up. Don't ever give up, Jimmy Valvano. Treat the world well. Treat your neighbors well. Where's he going with this? Is this a motivational speech? Where's he going with this? Treat your friends well. Treat your families well. Treat your enemies well. Treat animals well, right? Treat animals well. Most of you go, okay, I do. Well, I treat animals well, but I eat so much red meat. I love beef. I love beef. I love burgers. I love stroganoff. I love steaks. I love pork chops. I love hot dogs and... Strip steaks and porterhouses, filet mignon, I love beef, I love beef jerky, I love beef sticks at Trader Joe's called Chumps, I love beef. Does that mean I'm okay with cows getting killed? Am I a hypocrite to say I care about animals, but I'm 
totally fine with cows getting slaughtered and butchered and all this meat that I consume hurts the planet. Am I just sitting here contradicting myself saying I'm good to animals? I like animals because what? I pet a dog once in a while or I was good to my one beagle for 15 years or occasionally the neighbor's cat comes over and I go, hey, 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 what do you do? Cats are weird, aren't they? You get a kiss and they just lie in a driveway and roll over. What do you want? All sultry with this hard-to-get nonsense. You stop it, cat. You stop that dance. That showgirl's audition. Come here. Come on, neighbor's cats who shit all over the place. But I have two little girls who probably want cats one day, so I should like cats. But back to this idea of treat animals well. We don't. And I know what you're thinking. Well, some people do, and they're called vegans. Can we talk about vegans for a moment? Can we talk about them? I think we can. Vegans don't mind. They want you to know they're vegan. You remember hearing about vegans for the first time? I knew about vegetarians as a kid. I'm related to some vegetarians. And just the word vegetarians, it sounds like they eat vegetables all day. Like a bunch of rabbits in cages. Yeah, pass the beets, pass the carrots, pass the celery, pass the lettuce. I'm a vegetarian. No, some vegetarians are just eating mac and cheese all day. But they're eating all the animal products. They can still eat eggs. They can still eat cheese. They can still have a milkshake. But you remember meeting your first vegan? They used to seem rare. Oh, I met a vegan. Like it was an Eskimo. No, now it's popular. And now, I'm not even talking about food. I'm also talking about clothing. Not to be so naive, but have you ever seen this? Vegan clothing? Been at a store? Well, guess what? I have a suede jacket with a wool collar in my closet, and I don't like it. I want to sell it. I'm going to give it away to Bush. He'll look good in it. I don't want it anymore. But I Googled it because it seems like it's worth a lot. It's a nice jacket. And I found it online and I read the whole description. And one of the bullet points was non-vegan. Yeah, no shit. Non-vegan jacket, suede and wool. But then I thought to myself, wool? Wool? What's wrong with wool? You shave a sheep. You shear a sheep. Does the sheep complain? I don't think so. I Googled it for you. Guess what, folks? Doesn't hurt the sheep. So vegans, I get it. You don't want to eat meat. Okay. You don't want to eat eggs or drink milk, milk products. Okay, you don't want anything cooked in chicken fat. Uh, I guess I get it. Kind of. Okay. But vegan clothes, your shoes say vegan shoes. Are you better than me? Did I hurt an animal with my Reebok pumps and my Nike Air Max? Did I hurt an animal? Answer that question. Did I hurt an animal with my Nike Air Max? I never meant to. At least I know when I eat a big, fat, juicy Lucy in Minneapolis... Minneapolis, a Juicy Lucy. Josh, did you have your Juicy Lucy with the American cheese? Did the American cheese just spurt out of there and burn you? Yeah, that's what happens with a Juicy Lucy, Josh. But I eat that. I understand my impact on the world. And I'm a hypocrite because I kind of like cows. I like to look at cows. I hate to think they're being slaughtered, butchered for me. But when I wear shoes or when I wear a shirt, if it's not a vegan shirt, if it's not vegan shoes... Should I feel bad? Huh? Should I? I remember working with a vegan in sports radio. Big Brian Kellison, Killer Kellison, great guy. I once went to get Island's Burgers during the Ted Leitner show. I was an intern and they told me, go in to get Ted's order. He likes Island's across the street. So I went in very timid, very worried. Mr. Leitner, what would you like from Island's? Ah, uh, cheeseburger, Diet Coke, double fry. Okay, Ted. And then I asked Killer Kellison, the producer, a vegan, what do you want? And he looked at me like, nothing. 
I mean, if their fries are not cooked in animal products, then I don't need anything. But could you ask? I was like, really? I'm going to go in there and ask if their fries are cooked in animal products? And I went in and I asked, and the hostess asked the waiter, and the waiter asked the chef. They all look confused. Like, what do you need to know? Just eat fries. Fried potato. I came back without fries. Sorry, Kellison. But learning all about this. My thumbprint on the world. Is this going to be a resolution one day? I already changed my diet. Okay, I got that Jason Pugh Primal Diet going on, and you know I've lost 11 pounds in the last seven months, so I'm looking good, even though I'm cheating lately and I'm binging on everything lately with the idea that January's a fresh start of moderation, because I actually do like New Year's Eve. It's my favorite holiday, because it gives you a little reset. You got a little reset on life. You got a little reset button on life. It's now 2022. I'm going to do things so differently. Moderate, eat well, go to the gym, treat animals better. Maybe less beef, maybe less chicken, maybe less tuna. I do eat a lot of tuna. I don't want to get mercury poisoned. And if I did, I would just tell people I got poisoned. They go, what? Did you drink Clorox? Did you drink Comet? Nope. I just had a lot of tuna. Could I? Could I do a month of veganism? That's a challenge. Who's with me? Is that boring? Are you asleep yet? Is this the most boring podcast you've ever sought? Sought through? Sat through, you stupid son of a bitch. Where's the word when I need it? And I'm calling myself a stupid son of a bitch, not you. Not the nice listener of this show. Look at you. Spending time with me during the holidays? You're actually listening to this right now? You put aside a sliver of your time to be with me? Who are you? I'm Josh Rosenberg. Who are you? Let's shake hands. A virtual handshake. It's nice to see you. Let's look at each other right in the eyes. It's good to see you. Happy holidays. Oh, no, we're saying Merry Christmas and a happy new year i love when they wish me happy hanukkah around this time of year hanukkah started in late november but now if you have jewish friends you go oh yeah 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 what do they celebrate hanukkah happy hanukkah to you jews don't even know when this holiday is it just creeps up on us every year you go what it's hanukkah all right get the candles did you hear about the did you hear about this did you hear about this am i doing my late night monologue uh did you hear about this a high school football team uh, didn't even have a real high school. Is this my monologue written by a bunch of guys in a room smoking cigarettes? But this is a real story. I think I have to Google it so I don't get any details wrong. But I read this on ESPN.com about a week ago. It was a total scam of a high school. And this high school football team, which featured athletes without a school, was on national television playing a high school football game. And then they did an investigation. They're like, yep, there's no teachers. There's no classes. There's no subjects. Just a bunch of kids playing football. Adults were in on this. That's straight survival mode to get these kids scholarships. How sad, though. I mean, that's systemic. That's very unhealthy. A reflection of a very broken system where families, inner city families, relying on sports. So they just put together a fake high school. A real team, but a fake high school. All right, I got to Google this right now. Hold on. Hold on. All right, I found it. In Ohio. The school was called Bishop Sycamore. That sounds real, doesn't it? They enrolled multiple students and concluded they didn't have the real standards for academic offerings. Try not to laugh, because I think this is very sad. It's just crazy that ESPN carried one of their games and there was no school connected to it. The physical address was just a home in a residential neighborhood. Nobody did any research until ESPN televised the game. They tried to advertise themselves as a non-chartered, non-tax-supported school. So yeah, not a school. It's a category that is largely outside of the department's oversight, allowing for bypassing certain typical systems of operation because of religious beliefs. Okay, so they played the religion card, which a lot of people can play. Nothing against religion, but a lot of people will play that card. 
Aren't we so touchy with religion? Nothing against religion. Nothing against religion. Never want to offend anyone's religion when really we should all make jokes about it. Even the most religious people should make jokes about it. The new Jim Gaffigan special on Netflix, which is pretty good. He makes great jokes about Judaism, Catholicism, Hinduism, Islam, and he should. And he should. I'm off on a tangent, but it just says it was a total scam, total sham. Just make the documentary already. Don't make me read a full article. Just give me a ESPN 30 for 30 about Bishop Sycamore. What did these kids do all day? They just practiced football all day. And sadly, they weren't even great. I don't know why I say sadly. Like, I wish they were at least great. And I do hope these kids, because they are kids, can recover and get enough credits to still have a chance at some higher learning or still have a chance at anything. Adults, if you're an adult and you put your kid at Bishop Sycamore, you should probably face one to two days of straight jail time. Just put your kid in that situation to get embarrassed. Although, isn't that every high school athlete's dream? Yeah, we're not going to do math, no English, no history, uh, no Spanish, no biology. Um, just the sport you're in love with. Oh no, the baby just woke up. I thought I had enough time to record this. And if I stay in here talking into the mic, then I'm just a lazy ass husband. Oh really? You had to get episode 167 out there? Yeah? Because the baby's crying. Alright, let me get in one more thing before I get out of here. Before I get out of here, did you hear about this? Uh, did you hear about this? A high school football team out of Ohio? No, but a real did you hear this song by a guy named Tom T. Hall? Spotify thinks we're friends. Like Spotify thinks we hang out. Oh, look at Josh. He likes Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton now. Let's throw him this. Don Williams? Oh, look, Josh likes Don Williams. Let's throw him this. Glenn Campbell. Oh, he likes that. How about this? Tom T. Hall. They threw some Tom T. Hall at me. So I'm just cooking like I usually do, cooking with my Spotify, listening to endless playlists where they give me a little suggestion here and there. Oh, you like this? How about this? Here's the algorithm. And the Tom T. Hall song they threw on was called That's How I Got to Memphis. And I like the way it started. But as I was listening to it, I realized he never revealed it. How'd you get to Memphis? Tommy, how did you get to Memphis, bruh? Just listen to this tease of a song keeps telling us he keeps telling us that's how he got to memphis but he doesn't really tell us shit this lunatic if you tell me that she's not here okay who i'll follow the trail of her tears whose tears tommy to see it's a nice melody but that's how i got to memphis train hitchhike what happened Very unclear on how this motherfucker got to Memphis. She would get mad and she used to say that she'd come back to Memphis someday. Okay, you're That's chasing a girl. Would you take a flight? That's how I got to Memphis. A bus? It's time to reveal it, Tommy. I haven't eaten a bite. Why not? Or slept for three days and nights. That's how I got to Memphis. What? What are you on? That's how I got to Memphis. 
He hasn't eaten anything or slept, and that's how he got to Memphis, folks. I've got to find her and tell her that I love her so. She ain't interested, you old drunk. That's a truly unhealthy decision, Tommy. Thank you for your precious time. Who's? Forgive me if I start to cry. That's how I got to Memphis. Nobody gave you their time. That's how I got to Memphis. It's just a shame. It's just an absolute shame that I listened to all three minutes of this song while chopping onions and mushrooms and sausage and Brussels sprouts and making a real nice, healthy dinner. And Tom T. Hall. What is he, the weird Al Yankovic of the old country western world? Just is not gonna tell me how he gets to Memphis. And then I get obsessed with this guy. I go, who is that, Tom? I look at the phone. I go, Tom T. Hall. Google him on Wikipedia. He died recently but had a big-time career. I guess everyone loves Tom T. Hall. And then he has another song called I Love where he just solidifies the fact that he's completely nuts. Completely nuts. It's been stuck in my head for three days. Little baby ducks. Come on, Tom. Old pickup trucks. Slow moving trains and rain. Alright, decent. I love little country streams. Okay. Sleep without dreams. What? Sunday school in May. Sunday school in May. Oh, he likes hay. What the fuck, Tommy? And I love you too. I'm flattered, but I don't quite understand the song. I love leaves in the wind. That sounds nice. Pictures of my friend. Yeah, me too. Birds of the world. Birds of the world? And squirrels. Oh shit, Tom. What are you drinking? Squirrels? Coffee in a cup. Where else would you put coffee? Little fuzzy pups. I like puppies too. Bourbon in a glass. Ah yeah, you do. And grass. You like smoking it or stepping on it, Tom? A little clarification. And I love you too. Alright, in the end I guess I love you too, Tom. Aww. Kisses from a child. What? Tomatoes on the vine. Tomatoes? And onions. What the fuck? Onions. Winners when they cry. Of all veggies? Losers when they try. He loves losers. Music when it's good. Yeah, me too. And life. Oh, and life. You redeemed yourself, Tom. And I. All right, of course, that's a special song. Come on. In the end, he leaves you feeling good with a little love in your heart. So with that love in your heart right now, take a breath. Actually, follow the path of this breath right into your heart, right into your corazón. And now in your mind right now, send some love in any direction you want. Send some love. I'm going to send some love. To all my friends, all my family, all of you listeners, I'm ending the 2021 podcast catalog by simply saying, I love.
you.